Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Hello and welcome to the Anyone's Game podcast, where we are conducting a series of interviews as we gear up for the return of football with the SWPL League Cup returning on Sunday. My name is Kenny Bogue, and today I'm joined by Queen's Park star, Chloe Doherty. Welcome to the show, Chloe. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm great. Thanks, Kenny. Happy to be here and sharing my thoughts about the, the league starting ahead. Ah, brilliant. And so, Chloe, as always in any, Anyone's Game podcast, we do our sort of getting to know you questions. So where are you from originally? So I'm from Gambas Lang, kind of just outside of Glasgow area. It's kind of on like central for, for everything. Saved here pretty much all my life. And what was it like growing up in Canvas Lang? Well, when I was very, very young, I stayed at um, a place called Fernhill. When I'd moved to Canvas Lang, I was maybe like maybe nine. So and I'm 24 now. But now it's been good. It has its rough areas, but every place is kind of similar. But now it's good. I enjoy living here. And how did you originally get into football? Started playing football, like, you, you know, your kind of wee school clubs and stuff like that when I was six, primarily down to my dad, dragging me to Celtic games and stuff. And I vaguely remember getting dragged to, like, midweek games and I'd be crying, saying that I didn't want to go. Um, but I think he was just very persistent with me and kept me going. And then I've just kind of fell in love with the game ever since and I'm glad that he kept me, kept me at it. And what would you say was your greatest achievement in the game so far? You're still young, so there's a long way to go, but... I've kind of got two. Uh, when I played for Glasgow Girls, when we got promoted into SWPL2, that was an amazing achievement because at that point I was still quite young, still learning the game. But that was a highlight of my career. And then probably the second highlight was when I won the SWPL2 Player of the Month 2019. Uh, that was quite a big achievement for myself. So I've had my fair share of highs in the game. But you say, obviously, you say you won promotion with Glasgow Girls. So, like, how did that work? Was it? tight towards the end of the season was it a last day or did you sort of ran away with the league or how did it yeah, go again that, so that was a, literally last down to the last game of the season and who we were playing at that time was Mill United and it was a case of whoever won would win the league and essentially get the promotion so we won the league and then I think it was a 1-0 game that we won and we were only down to 10 men so it was a the champagne was out and all that so I was just like kind of living in the moment because I'd never really won a league or anything like that uh-huh. so that was the first time for me and I was just kind of soaking it up uh, being so young and getting involved with all the, the players. And what was it like to sort of lead, lead up to that game? You know, the, the in training and stuff. Was it kind of win, win, win? What was the kind of the mood in the training? Um, it was a, at that point the league was very competitive back then. So there was a lot of older players in the league, but they were very, very good. And that nah, was it was good, and it was the training was good. The games were very competitive. They like they are the now, but yeah, no, it was very hard going. I enjoyed it, and again, being so young and under so much pressure, I think that's that kind of built me up and gave me confidence to kind of push on in football. Oh, brilliant. And like we ask everyone, what's your ultimate five-a-side team? So I've chosen all players from SWPL2. So my goalkeeper would be from Aberdeen, which is Anna Blanchard. Because I think she's a, she's a decent keeper and Aberdeen have obviously done really well this season, so I thought I couldn't not have her as the goalkeeper. My centre half would be Georgie McTeer from Ackies. I've played and known Georgie for about maybe five, six years and I think she's just a an all-round class player. She's a great person too, so I couldn't not have her in my, my fives team. Two midfielders I've added myself. Quite right. And then the other midfielder I've had is Claire Doherty from Partick Thistle. Again, I've known Claire. Well, I've played against Claire. Speaking of that Mill United game, she played for Mill United back then, so I've played against Claire in the leagues when she played for Kilmarnock, because I think she's a class player as well, and she she's good at finding the net. And then my striker to top it off would be Robin Smith. 
Again, I've known Robin for quite a few years. I've played at the Scotland student team with Robin. And again, she's just a, an all-round great striker with assists and goals. I definitely couldn't be able to play against them. They definitely beat me. Um, so <laughs> we'll sort of move on, Chloe, and we'll look at obviously the sort of start of the season. But obviously you picked up a knock against Dundee United just when the sort of games kicked off again last season. So how have you been finding it? Obviously, how have you been finding it getting, trying to get back to fitness and all that sort of stuff? At the very beginning, I was it was kind of mentally frustrating because I knew I couldn't, I could barely walk, I couldn't put any weight on it. Basically, I dislocated my knees, so that was me completely out of that, which meant I was didn't have football, didn't have work, and just kind of housebound. And again, that on its own for a person like myself, who's normally very active, who's out all the time, to be kind of refined to the house, it was very frustrating. And then seeing my team going on to play the rest of the league, again, very frustrating. You can obviously help out. But um, I'm getting there slowly, week by week, with the help of physio and doing my own rehab programmes. Hopefully, I should be fit and able for the start of the season. I won't be there for the cup games, primarily. I think for myself, my focus is the league this season and get myself fit. And I don't want to risk anything by jumping in too soon just because I'm too keen. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you back, I must admit. And obviously, you mentioned the cup games there. Queen's Park have been drawn in a group with Rangers, Motherwell, Aberdeen and SWPL2's Boromir Thistle. So what's the sort of feeling in the camp leading up to those sort of games? What are the, the girls sort of saying about them? I think a lot of the girls are excited because with our team, we've got quite a young squad. So a lot of them are excited to play against teams like, you know, like Rangers, Motherwell, who they've never actually came up and experienced to play against top, top players like that. So a lot of them are excited for the experience and the opportunity to, to go and play. And I kind of think the mentality in the team now going into these games is a case of just enjoy it as much as you can because it's not very often that you get to go and play against your Rangers and your Motherwells, just obviously because of the, the league difference. But you know, they're, they're looking forward to it, I mean, especially with them playing Rangers this weekend. A lot of the girls have never ever played against like your Celtic or Rangers. So again, for them, it's just a big experience for a lot of the younger girls and they seem to be looking forward to it. And obviously, Rangers will be favourites for the game on Saturday, but like you say, is it just a sort of case of saying to the girls, go out there, enjoy it and sort of learn from the experience? Yeah, no, definitely. Like, we, I wouldn't kind of like be about the bush. Like, Rangers are a top, top team. You know, they were fighting for the, the second Champions League spot right up to the end of the season there. And um, they've just signed new players today. So the chances of, of us winning, I'm not going to put it, Politely, like there is not a high chance of us also going, going to go in this game and we're not going to go and batter Rangers, you know. We're going to expect them coming all guns blazing, especially with such a large squad that they've got and they've got players that are going to want to compete in their team. I think it will be pretty much a lot of defending going on on Sunday. But again, it's all just about the experience, the girls getting to go up to the Rangers training centre and getting to play a top team and enjoy the experience. Well, definitely. And obviously, you guys have just appointed a new coach, uh, Barry Rogers. He's got a wealth of experience. He worked at Celtic, Glasgow City. He was a boss at Stirling Uni. So how have you been getting on with Barry so far? Yeah, no, Barry's good. He's He's got he's shown a lot of intent. It's a bit hard for him just now because at the tail end of last season, we, we had a squad with a lot of injuries. So Barry's come in at a time where, um, at the very, very beginning when he came in, he was only maybe having 10, 11 people at training. And it's very hard for Barry to kind of get to know players and understand how players work and do training sessions and do it, implement what he wants to do with a low uh, number of players. But as the weeks are progressing, he's getting more and more at training. He's making signings. He's bringing new players into the club. But as I said at the start, he's, he's shown a lot of intent and he's a, he's a really good guy. Yeah, I look forward to, to working with him. And so did you say that Barry tried to sign you before, so you know Barry previously? 
Yeah, so it was a couple of years ago when Barry was the coach for Stirling Uni. Um, I had an offer when I played for Glasgow Girls to go and join Stirling Uni. But as I said, at that time, it was Glasgow Girls who were kind of in our prime at that time. And I was enjoying my football. And then again, Stirling was quite a, a journey for me. So I was just kind of happy and content to stay where I was at Glasgow. Uh, well, that, that bodes well, though, that you tried to sign you before. So I'm sure he's got a big plan yeah. for you. So. Yeah. <laughs> and Queen's Park, you start your league campaign in roughly a month's time and it's a Glasgow derby against Partick Thistle. So what are the sort of targets for Queen's Park this season? We've not really had the, a full-on proper discussion yet with Barry in, in regards to that. But I think it's the same as every year. It's just take it game by game because you you can see how close the margins are in terms of also who gets promoted to wins the league. Because last season, in the first half pre-COVID, it was very, very close. So you could win one game and jump up four, four places. It was very close. So I think it is just take it game by game and just getting the team to gel together and see how we'll play. Because again, as I said, we've got new players coming in. We've had players leave. So the kind of balance of the team now is a bit shaky until we actually start getting to play together and get to know how each other work. But again, as every team will say, they'll take it game by game and just see how it goes. And also your goal is to win as many games as you can and concede as less goals as possible. You yourself, Chloe, last time I seen you, you scored an absolute stunner against Dundee United. Do you set yourself any sort of personal targets for the season, sort of goal scoring targets or anything like that? Obviously, once you're back to full fitness. Yeah, no, once I'm back to my full fitness and I'm getting back into the swing of things and playing games regularly, my target is to obviously try and score as many goals as I can this season and also add like, assists into the mix for it. But again, it just comes down to as well where Barry's going to decide to play me because he could decide to play me elsewhere also my preferred position is centre mid but whether he plays me I don't know up 10 maybe a striker or a number 10 or out wide it just depends where he's willing to play me and I'll be happy to play anywhere to be honest at this stage I just want to kind of get back to it but no scoring scoring as many goals as I can this season and obviously trying to, to get the three points well, this is now a wee bit of a, a wee bit of a cheeky one for you. We've got some questions for your teammates, right? So you ready? So yeah. first we've got from Emily Shearer. Who does the most moaning in the team? The most moaning has got to be this is a joint one, I'd say it's got to be Lauren Kerr or it's got to be Vaz. <laughs> and who is the best trainer in the team? The best trainer. The person who probably gives a hundred percent of the session, I'd probably say it's Louisa Boyce. And who would you want to be stuck on a desert island with? And who would you not want to be stuck on a desert island with? <laughs> I would. Who would I like to be stuck on a desert island with? To be fair, I would have to say I'd like to be stuck on a desert island with Demi from the team, just because she's so funny. And who I would not like to be stuck on a desert island with is probably Lauren Kerr, because she just moans all the time. <laughs> and just talking about Demi there, I've seen Demi a couple of times. She's a belter, are we playing, aren't you? Yeah, how no, Demi. How old is Demi? Uh, I think Demi's 18, 17 sure. or 18. But no, she, she's a great player. The only thing that she lacks is a bit of confidence. But that's you see that with a lot of the older players in the team, like myself, like that comes down to us to try and reassure her and kind of talk her through her game. Because she's still a young a young girl. She's still learning the game. I remember when I was her age, would panic in games and situations. You didn't know what to do. So all she needs is just a bit of confidence and someone to speak to her and slow things down. But no, she's, she's a great player and there's, there's a lot to come from her. Um, she is tiny, but she's very, very fast. Ah, she is. No, she's definitely got the right future. Like I say, I've seen her a couple of times and she's, I've been really impressed by her, I have to admit. Mm-hmm. And I've got another question from Emily Shearer. Who's the teacher's mm-hmm. pet? Teacher's pet. I would have to say, I'd have to say Louisa Boyce. <laughs> and yeah. I've got one more question. This is from Lauren Kerr. Right? Okay. And if you could be one player in the team for a day, who would it be? One player in the team. I don't know, actually. I don't even. I, I couldn't even tell you who I'd want to be for a day. Probably none of them. 
<laughs> a good well, Chloe, thank you very much for joining us on the Anyone's Game podcast. And we wish you, you get back to full fitness as soon as possible. And obviously, we wish Queen's Park all the best for the season. So thank you very much yeah. for joining us. 